Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas, and this is Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I am so proud to tell that for the third week in a row, I have kept my promise... Another week, another episode, because a few weeks ago I promised that I would deliver more content more accurately after being gone for two months. And for the third consecutive week, I'm so happy to keep my promise. And I want to spend a spe- send a special shout out to all the supporters who have supported me, who also listen to my other shows. You know, I thank you very much for the support. And because you've been supporting me, I made a vow that I'm going to do my best to even give you more shows, even though it's brutally difficult to talk about video games by myself. No excuses, here I am. Well, ladies and gentlemen, today's subject is about is actually about a mission from a video game that is super controversial, but quite interesting. Let me say it like this. When you think of a controversial mission in the Call of Duty series, one game comes to mind, one particular mission. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. The mission, no Russian. (laughs) And I'm going to be honest, folks. When I was playing the game at first in 2009 and I came across this mission and just how controversial and, like, I'm, (laughs) yeah, y'all can tell me. That mission blew me away. I mean, you are in an airport along with three other Russian ultra-nationalist terrorists and you are literally massacring everybody. I mean, that's pretty controversial. I mean, yeah, it is fucked up too, but but I'm going to be honest. I'm going to make a point to why I feel like this mission actually made sense. You know, and, and, and not that really, you know, and I'll be honest. Like, I was only 16 when I was playing this game. You know, even now at 28 years old, even though the mission is, I, I say it's controversial, I never really thought about it as far as controversy goes. I, I, I never really, how do you say? I never really put too much thought into it. Like, I didn't think any, I didn't think anything of it. I figured it's just a video game. What's there to be worried about? What's there to be concerned about? I mean, in my case, me being 16, uh, you know, around that time, you know, of course, you know, the game was rated M for mature and you got to be 17 to play it. Obviously, no Russian. I mean, a, a lot of people I know uh, would, would say that, that mission really... It made them turn around and look to make sure their parents were around. Because, I mean, I'll be honest. If my parents saw me playing this mission in this video game, I mean, they certainly would not be happy. But... Because, again, no Russian is just... It's, it's controversial. And I'm, and I'm about to get into a bit of more detail about it. But, again, it, it, it's, it's controversial. It is super... It is very graphic... It is pretty fucked up, but but I feel like the mission was 
the right thing to do based on the story of the Call of Duty games of the series, like starting with Modern Warfare, like especially the Modern Warfare sequels. Keep in mind, the story of Modern Warfare 2 follows the events of, of the first Modern Warfare, and the third one follows the events of Modern Warfare 2. So it all makes sense based on the story because when you are the Call of Duty player like me, ladies and gentlemen, when you actually play the campaigns and actually pay attention to every single detail, detail that, that's going on, it helps you. Of, of course, some people will say, like, I paid special attention to the campaign detail by detail because it does tell a great story. And, of course, people will say, well, you're a journalist. Journalists love good stories. Yeah, that that's definitely true. But, you know, it, for me, it wasn't – I mean, I'll admit, yeah, maybe my journalism roots do have something to do with me being really intrigued by the Call of Duty campaigns. It, that is true, but the main reason is because I love video games. I'm the kind of gamer that actually enjoys the stories. I always said, like, video games need to have good backstories. They need to have good characters. The characters need to have backstories. It all needs to require super well-length detail, creativity, knowledge, imagination. You know, creating video games and the characters and the settings and the environments and the play type. It, it, it takes just dozens of people and numerous creative imaginations. Creating a video game, ladies and gentlemen, that is no simple task. I can tell you that right now. So anyway, going into detail about No Russian... Again, it's from the 2009 video game Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. And it was also obviously in the remastered version. But I should actually point out in the remastered version, which I'm not... When did it come out again, the remastered version? Well, I'm not entirely... I forgot when it came out. I think it might have been 2016. I did play the remastered version uh, earlier this year. And... And I did notice, because because of the, the No Russian mission, in the next few years, the controversy of the of the mission just grew more and more and more. I mean, journalists were would actually discuss discuss it, you know. And it wasn't just journalists, but you know, uh, critics were actually pretty upset about it too. I mean, it sparked. It, it, it the fact is, it sparked massive controversy because in the mission, the you the player you you partake. In a terrorist mass killing or massacre or, how, or however you want to detail it. Again, long story short, in that mission, you are in an airport and you are shooting dozens of people. You're murdering them. So it's obvious that the mission is going to spark controversy. But again, I never th thought anything of it. I, like I said, I said it's a video game. Okay, but I also understood that because of the story. Because like I said, one more time, I knew what was going on. I would follow detail by detail. I would read and follow the detail by detail because I enjoy the campaigns of Call of Duty. The, this mission, this particular massacre, because of... I, I mean, I understood it more once I went further into the game. Then I understood it more. But the bottom line is, once you complete the game, you understand that this mission actually makes sense. Now, in the remastered version, you actually have the choice. You can actually skip the mission. And I'll be honest, when I did play the, re when I did play the remastered, no. I didn't skip it. I mean, I'll admit it, as controversial and as, as fucked up as the mission is, I did actually enjoy it. The, mi the mission is fun, but look, I'm not saying because I enjoy that kind of violence or I condone it. It's not like that at all. I just enjoyed the video game. It's a video game. Y'all know me very well. For those of you, you loyal listeners, you know me very well when it comes to video games, just aside from being so uh, driven to uh, learn and uh, do the campaigns. 
y'all know that I love first-person shooter games. I adore first-person shooter games. So obviously, a mission like this, I wouldn't, I would not be bothered by it. I, again, I never thought anything of it. It's, I just felt like, hey, it's part of the game. So, anyway, it does. I mean, if you do skip the mission, it's not going to affect the the gameplay. I do usually recommend play that play that mission. So, you, because I, because after, like I said, when you go deeper into the game, you'll understand that that the, that this part of the mission, you know, was part of the you know is all part of a plan and the plot of the game, and, and this falls into Modern Warfare Three. But anyway, so the story about this mission is again, you're you're in an airport in Moscow, and you're actually in an airport that's actually named. After the main antagonist, or one of the main antagonists from Call of Duty Modern Warfare, it's called basically. Um, let me kind of digging uh, through my notes uh, for a second. Ah, here we go. You're it's it, it, so it's an airport in Moscow, and it's called Zakayev International Airport, and it's actually named again by the main antagonist of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare, Imran Zakayev. Imran Zakayev, as we know, uh, was the uh, leader of the Russian ultra-nationalist party. A uh, little trip to memory lane in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, as far as the story goes. Again, I paid attention to the campaign. You remember in Modern Warfare, in Modern Warfare, the first one, there's a civil war in Russia. The Russian government, which is actually backed by the United Kingdom and the United States, is in a civil war with an ultra-nationalist group. And that ultra-nationalist group is seeking to make Russia back into its old Soviet Union form. And as you remember, in at the end of Modern Warfare, even though you do successfully assassinate Zakayev, and actually speaking of that, that assassination, y'all remember the mission in Modern Warfare when you're in the, uh, the in Chernobyl? Well, you're in a town near Chernobyl, but it's all abandoned because of the 1986 Chernobyl incident. And you actually, part of the mission is to assassinate Zakayev. And remember you, that sniper, the high wind, and when you pulled the trigger, you actually hit him, but you sever his arm and he survives, even though you would think he was dead. But anyway, remember in Modern Warfare, it actually goes back into the uh, 1996, and then and then back to the main uh, setting of Modern Warfare 1, it's uh, 2011. So, anyway. Basically, then by 2011, Zakaev had become the, the Russian... Uh, the chairman of the Russian ultra-nationalist party. But anyway, I'm going uh, too far out of detail. I'm sorry, folks. <clears throat> so the airport is named after uh, Zakaya, but when he kills Zakaya at the end of uh, Modern Warfare 4 and you prevent the nuclear the nuclear war, you know, Zakaya dies, but he becomes a martyr and becomes a hero. And even though you prevent the nuclear war, the ultra-nationalists actually win the civil war. Well, I wouldn't say that... They did win the Civil War. Technically, they did, but technically, they didn't. Because the Civil War is still going on, but the, the ultra-nationalists, I think, are in, have the main advantage. So, anyway. So, you're in the airport named after Zakayev. I, I, I figured, you know what? If it, <laughs> I would kind of describe who it's named after because it was a huge part of the game. But, anyway. So, you're in Zakayev Airport. Okay, and I apologize. I just keep going. I'm topsy-turvy. I'm just getting distracted by all that, but... I spent seven hours <laughs> getting notes for this game, so, you know, I, I, I just want to just, you know, you, you, well, you know. Anyway, so once again, you're in the airport, and, and this, you're, you're part of a four-man group, okay? Now you're the, the antagonist. After Zakayev dies, I believe the 
you're basically the ultra-nationalist party is actually in the control of a Russian terrorist by the name of Vladimir Makarov, okay? And in this particular mission, you control a player, a, a, an undercover CIA agent by the name of Joseph Allen, okay? But he goes under an alias. I try I try to memorize the, the name of the alias before. Oh, here we go. Okay, so basically, you're a guy named Joseph Allen who's a former uh, Army Ranger, Private First Class, if I'm correct. Yeah, uh, United States Army Rangers, and now he's you're an under he's an undercover CIA agent, and he's under the alias Alexei Borodin, and he was actually sent on a mission by Commanding Officer General Shepard, who we know very well in the Call of Duty Modern Warfare series, and knowing what Je General Shepard ended up doing in the third game, really, well, I don't know if it was the second the second one or third one where he commits to where he, where he betrays you, but anyway, he, for those of you who know Call of Duty well, uh, you, you can let me know, but. You're sent by Shepard to infiltrate and gaining the trust of this Russian national, uh, of the Russian terrorist group, which is led by Makarov. You know, and, and taking it back, I'm not sure if Makarov actually is actually the Okay, yeah, he, okay, it, it took confirm it, and I had it in my notes. He does actually become the, the leader of the ultra-nationalist uh, group. Okay, yeah, because the ultra-nationalist, the Russian ultra-nationalist is more like, you know, like, yeah, they're a terrorist group as well. That's all, you know, getting into political too, but... So I guess when Zakayev, Pat, when Zakayev died, uh, Vladimir Makarov took over. So, anyway, so basically the point is, you want to get the trust of Makarov. So you participate in this mission. Okay. So again, you know, it, it was all part of uh, getting the trust of, uh, of the leader of the, of the Russian terrorist last ultranationalist group, which again is Le Vladimir Makarov. You remember, folks, right before the mission starts, you're in an elevator. Okay, and Makarov, right before it, Makarov says, and I quote, remember, no Russian, unquote. And that was basically a reminder to his fellow gunmen, because remember, th there's Makarov, you, and two other gunmen, okay? I'm not, I'm not sure how, how, how there was total, I think it was, a four, uh, it was like four or five, I'm not entirely sure, but he reminds you guys to speak, to speak English, okay? Be because... Makarov's plan was to actually force Russia to declare war on the U.S. I mean, remember, the ultra-nationalist group want to control Russia and turn it back to its old Soviet Union form. And remember, the, the regular Russian government is actually a strong ally of the U.S., so the plan is, is, to, is to turn Russia against the U.S. So that, that's what, that, that was the point of committing this massacre in the airport, which I'll, which I'll get to in a, in a little bit uh, of, of, of uh, what happens. So you basically stroll through the airport, you know, Doing the mass shooting, like it goes, and at one point, like you, you get outside, and then, and, and then, uh, uh, basically the the Russian uh, FSB, I, I believe it's the the FSB, go after you, and then you have to get rid of them, and then you get to a point of a mission where there's a getaway car, and as you're about to enter, Makarov turns on you and and kills you, because of course he. <laughs> He's not gonna. Tr if he wants to turn, if he wants to end the uh, the alliance between the United States and Russia and uh, and trigger World War Three, then obviously he's not gonna trust an American now, is he? So what happens is he he kills you, okay. And that, that's the end of it, big time, right there. So. Uh. And, and, and as soon as that happened, I was like, because, you know, Makarov is actually, not only that, but according to the notes, he's aware of 
of who uh, Alexi is, he's aware that he's actually a CIA agent. and So basically, his goal was to shoot him and leave the body so that way he could be identified as an American and make it look like this terrorist, this terrorist act was committed by Americans. So... I mean, in his case, I mean, that that's that's probably the perfect way to trigger a war between the United States and Russia. And then, after that happens, World War Three is initiated, and and if you remember the game, you know, uh, Russia invades the U.S., and then, you know, and that war, and, and that war goes on into Modern Warfare 3. It involves New York and Washington, D.C., but I, that's another story for another time, but, but man, this mission, uh, woo-wee! So anyway, let me go and take a quick 90-second break, folks. I'll see y'all in 90 seconds. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And ladies and gentlemen, I am back. And I'll be honest, I needed this break because, you know, just, you know, reminding me just how this whole story of this video game was just, damn, I mean, you know, I mean, for a video game, I mean, the, the story, you know, the the plots and the, uh, of starting in Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, just, oh my goodness, it's, man. <sighs> you know, and, and again, you know, I actually, you know, as part of the note-taking, I was actually watching this mission, and I actually had to watch the entire walkthrough of the game just to get a, a better understanding, you know, to, to take me back to memory lane so I can remember everything detail by detail, but... I'm not gonna lie to you, folks. I actually had a. I suspected that once this mission ended, that something like this was gonna happen. That Makarov, not trusting the the American, would actually shoot you and then leave you for dead in, in, in an attempt to uh, set up the United States. So, ooh wee, man. And as I mentioned, like before this mission, like you know, uh, I, I believe it's the fourth mission of the game, and you learn at the beginning of Modern Warfare Two that again. In the at the end of model of the first modern warfare, you prevented a nuclear war, but the again the ultra nationalists seize control of Russia, and the civil war is still going on. But the like I said, the ultra nationalists have the main advantage, and again, uh, Imran Zakayev because you know dies, but he becomes a hero. So, so basically, uh, and before this mission, you know the the problem is. That you know, with the ultra nationalists being in such control, the diplomatic relations between the United States and Russia just get get worse. And man, but you know, I, I, I keep going in, in this mission. But but now that I'm kind of uh, finished, kind of going through the rest of the game, I want to kind of shift my focus back to uh, the mission No Russian, as I pretty much said everything in it already. But you know, there's still some things to say. Yeah, okay, so yeah, it is the, it was the fourth mission, so. <sighs> okay, yeah, and once again, to confirm, yeah, there was, it was FSB agents, okay. And for those of you that don't know, the, the FSB is the Federal Security Service of the Russian Federation. 
So, I, I think some would say it's basically the, the Russian version of the Federal Bureau investigation. I'm not sure. But, uh, but, I mean, I already knew the FSB was for real. I mean, I didn't think that Call of Duty would kind of, like, make it, make it up kind of like that. But, anyway. Um... So for this particular mission, like, you know, I was asked many times, like, what made me not really think anything of it? I said, and I, and I said, well, for the simple reason that this whole thing is just a video game. I mean, it's a video game, it's a video game, but, you know, but this thing got so bad, you know, it's... You know, so many people have asked me if, if, I, if I think this mission is bad, and I just tell them the answer is no. So... You know, and, and, and now that I explained it, you know, that it, it, this mission made sense because remember, Ma Vladimir Makarov wants to trigger war, World War Three, and mainly trigger war between the Russian government and the United States. So, obviously, this massacre and to make and to assassinate the 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 American and leave him there to make it look like this was committed by this was a, an American act. So, so it makes it this 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 mission. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, this mission actually made perfect sense, but, you know, and I remember, like, basically, in this mission, there was actually, you know, and, I, and I'm and i glad I did, I watched the walkthrough, I watched this mission, this mission, because at the end, because at the end of the mission, after, uh, again, Alan, who was under the, the alias Alexei uh, Baratin, I believe, was, was shot, and then left for dead, so... And, and, and basically, we learned it. Yeah, so the goal was for the Russian officials to discover that one of these assailants is an American, and that again, Russia would declare war on the United States because that's what the ultra nationalists would want, so they can gain full control of Russia and basically have the Russian the Russian government take side with the ultra nationalists, right? I mean, that that that's the way I would imagine it. But but the quote was, you know, after the, after these FSB agents arrive. And they find they found uh, Alan, who's basically bleeding and dying. Because remember, the mission the, sc the screen blacks out. So, so, so the quote would stay. And I actually had to write this as I was watching the walkthrough of, the, of this mission. And I quote: "The American thought he could deceive us. When they find that body, all of Russia will cry for war." Unquote. So, I, again, this mission was just. It was all part of the story, and it makes sense. I mean, that's all I'm going to say. So, as, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, the mission the mission is necessary for the story because, again, the story starts in Modern Warfare and then continues in this one, Modern Warfare 2, and it continues in Modern Warfare 3. So, without this mission, I'm not sure how, this, how the plot could have continued in the best way. I mean, I really don't, but... And... And like I said earlier, you know, on the remastered version, you know, when you start the uh, single mode campaign, you actually get a warning message that notifies the player of this particular mission, and you have the option to skip it. And again, if you skip it, it's not going to mess up anything. Although it, it will, like, you mean, you might miss out on a on a few useful information if you're curious about the plot, like me. But but it's not it, it's it's not going to like take away any achievements or, or really kind of ruin you in that one. So. So really, you have nothing to worry about, honestly. 
You know, as far as I know, I was actually uh, part of my research. I believe I believe that in the Russian version of of Call of Duty uh, One Warfare Two, I believe that they actually took out this mission in the Russian version of the game. Now, in that case, because it's a massacre taking place in Russia, I mean, it. I guess it does. It does make sense. It does make sense to uh, remove the mission, but like I said, in my case, didn't think anything of it. You know. I just played the game, played and had fun in the game. But again, you know, like I've, as I've said many times, it's all part of the story. So, I mean, I I, don't, I, I wouldn't know what else to say in, in that particular uh, scenario. But anyway, but this this particular mission, I I, I believe it was actually in Modern Warfare Three. I believe there was actually a flashback of this mission. Hmm. I mean, I have not played Modern Warfare 3 in God knows how long. As far as Modern Warfare 3, Modern Warfare 3 goes, all I remember is um, New York City is, is under Russian control. Like, Russia's basically, Russia is in control of the entire United States Eastern Front. They're in control of New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Baltimore, and you basically have to drive them away. You basically have to drive Russia completely out of the U.S. Uh, again, I don't remember the how Modern Warfare 3 finished because, you know, it's, it's been so long, but... Doing this episode, I am actually pretty keen on uh, going back to playing it, but uh, I think I've pretty much covered everything as far as uh, no rushing goes. But there's actually one thing I do want to say. You know, everybody knows I'm a I'm a huge fan of the of the James Bond films. I mean, God knows how many times I've seen every James Bond film. Now, for those of you who've seen the James Bond film many times, if you speak, if you've seen all of them. I'm going to ask you guys a question. And again, you can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Bearman of Texas, just TX. No need to spell it out. My DM's open. So if you have any if you have a, any uh, suggestions for this show, if you want to be on my show, just go ahead and shoot me a message and we'll set it up. But And I have a question for, for my loyal listeners. For those of you who are big James Bond fans, you've seen the film many times, y'all remember A View to a Kill, don't you? That's the 1985 James Bond film. That was actually Roger Moore's last appearance as James Bond. Well, for those of you who saw A View to a Kill, you remember there's a particular scene in that film that's very, very violent, controversial. It's a massacre. I'm talking about the scene where the main villain of that James Bond film, Max Zorn, who was played by Christopher Walken, takes an Uzi and guns down dozens of his own workers. Remember, Max Zorn's plot was to destroy Silicon Valley. And part of it is to put explosive in a mine to create a double earthquake. But for those of you who are familiar with the film, you know that in the bad guy, how Zoran takes an Uzi and then literally just shoots his workers and laughs maniacally. This particular mission, No Russian, kind of reminds me of that scene. Although, in that case, I mean, instead of being in a mine, you're in an airport and everybody's running, but and you're, you're just kind of walking around. In that particular scene, Max Zoran didn't really move, so... But still, yeah, that, that mission did remind me of the very infamous uh, Massacre Mind scene in the A View to a Kill James Bond film. But but that's uh, pretty much all I got to say about that. But uh, anyway. <clears throat> and asking, you know, every gamer, every Call of Duty enthusiast that I've asked, you know, about No Russian... They basically feel the same thing about me, like uh, the same thing the way I do. They also, they actually, I promise you this. They all said the same thing. They all, they all told me, 
No, after after I told them that I never, th I never like thought anything of it. They were basically the same way. They they would just simply say that they just they were just playing the game and enjoy because they would they agreed that this part of the mission was you know knowing this mission was a big part of the plot. So, I mean, uh, but but it's just so tough. I mean, you know, I believe the game does the designer of the game. Of a uh, Call of Duty, uh, of the Call of Duty series uh, at Inf Infinity Ward, I believe that the video game developer is uh, Mohammed Alavi, who uh, who actually uh, I believe I believe he currently works for Respawn Entertainment. Okay, yeah, he, okay, he does. You know, again, my notes. You know, I got my notes right there. Just literally got a like two pages worth of notes, and I did actually uh, made sure. Yeah, he worked. Uh, on the Call of Duty series uh, with Inf Infinity Ward, so of course you know the the mission no Russia. I mean, he created it, so uh, I mean, honestly, in my in my case, I I think he did a good job making that mission the way it goes. The only thing I probably was bothered by that mission is the fact that you can't run yet. You actually do a slow walk through the mission. But since it's a massacre, you're just walking around shooting people like in a mass shooting. I guess walking slowly makes sense. I, I, I just thought because the, contr the control just kind of annoyed me. But I think that's just about it. But, but man. <laughs> and that mission, folks. While I did think the mission's fun and I did thoroughly enjoy it. I'm not going to deny the fact that it's controversial and pretty fucked up. But I will say this. It was creative and you can tell that Muhammad Alavi... Puts a, put a lot of fun into making this mission. So, anyway. And now I have the urge to play Call of Duty 2 and 3. You know what? That's definitely going to be on my list in the future. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me on this edition to talk about Call of Duty 1 Warfare 2's No Russian. And I will see you all next time. Good night, everybody. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.